0: the road Waiting for a new episode We've been thinking of you And just what you need
1: Oh yeah, yeah Now that the show's underway
0: I guess we can call it a day. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of the Bowfinger Minute podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1999 Frank Oz directed comedy Bowfinger, one minute of screen time per episode.
1: I'm Jim O'Kane from the Apollo 13 Minute and the Rocketeer Minute. And I am Jerry Porter from the Indiana Jones Minute, and I'm happy to be here, Jim. Sure. Thank you so much for being on board here for this kind of a ad hoc week.
0: And uh, sure. And I understand you haven't seen the movie, so you get to do that do that one minute reaction thing. The, the minute here, <laughs> st- the minute here starts with Daisy and Bowfinger talking about. Uh, well, uh, Bowfinger wants to give a stern talking to to Daisy, uh, and it didn't come out the way he expected. And then uh, we end in uh, Mindhead headquarters with uh, some uh, somebody with important information. So, uh, having seen nothing but this minute, how does how does the movie strike you generally, Jerry?
1: Actually, funny. I mean that the the opening scene of this minute where you know he's like you know he says like to Daisy, you know you and I are through. She's like why? And he's like, oh, you slept, you know, I you know you slept. What was it? You slept with Jif. Jif. Yeah, and she's like, so. It's like I never thought of it that way, and I honestly, it's completely believable. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I kind of. I don't. Know, I kind of like like if each of us had more of that. I think in our lives, at least I'll say this about myself: if I was a little bit uh, less stubborn in my thoughts, and you know, could crack some of the bedrock of thoughts, ideas, and uh, pre, you know, predisposed, op- you know, uh, opinions. I, you know, it's actually really funny, and I thought, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it works.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It 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 I, it reminds me of the old there was a Rodney Dangerfield gag that he did where he said that uh his wife cut him down to one time a week and he said that's he said that's nothing. He says, I I know two guys that she cut out completely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a, it's 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 that kind of thing. I I kind of I don't know. it's it it is like a 180 degree shift of i guess what you're supposed to think or at least what he he just pivots on a dime and there's something i mean yeah it's funny but i a part of me was a little bit like you know what maybe i should reframe how i look at everything <laughs> yeah yeah it's a uh, lateral thinking at its best mm-hmm.
0: um, and uh yeah it, it's uh it's it's pretty impressive i mean this this could have this could have been played any way but i mean it's just they do it so perfectly deadpan um i think that's what that's what really sells it and the fact that it can like you get the joke even though you haven't seen the movie um this is this is almost like a trailer i don't know if it's in the trailer but i think this would be like a trailer moment thing that you could you could you could use in a trailer yeah yeah it's um yeah it's it's a it's a fun little bit the uh the, the next part of the movie just just to keep get you up to speed uh the way that Bowfinger see Martin's character, is, is making this movie. He can't really afford to make a movie. So he has friends, uh, this one friend, Dave, that we're seeing here played by Jamie Kennedy. Uh, he's kind of a fixer and he, he works as a gopher on a universal the universal studios lot. So he's been swiping old Aeroflex cameras that nobody will miss. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he's, he's been putting them back every night, but the, uh, the security guard catches him and, uh, uh, you know, having having the name Kit Ramsey, which is Eddie Murphy's alter well a- Eddie Murphy as the action hero character written on the uh, the film can, uh, he <laughs> kind of puts two and two together. That's a uh, great name, yeah it's <laughs> it sounds it sounds like somebody that would be in a in an action movie. Um, the uh, the third and last part of this minute is where uh, we get Terrence Stamp as the head of Mindhead, which is kind of a Scientology knockoff um uh, walking through this massive lobby where they have a uh, they have a logo called Truth through strength, which you know, God knows what that means. But um obviously he's going to be getting uh information from uh this this guard this gate guard that works at Universal. But uh and, and of course everybody in the in mindhead is wearing these uh paper tetrahedrons on their head. So it's just <laughs> you an idea of who belongs.
1: Um I you know I actually uh you know, the one of the mother, the one of the Scientology motherships, is you know here in in Hollywood. Oh, sure. And and I've had a few, uh, I guess, exchanges. I won't call them run-ins, but um, exchanges. There was a time, uh, one time, I needed to deliver something, um, uh, to Chick Korea's studio, hmm. which is Mad Hatter Studios, and it's a, it's I can't remember. I think it's you know it's. It's in um it's like Silver Lake or someplace. It's 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 very close to Hollywood. And I went there and I don't know a whole lot about Scientology. I mean I, I, I you know I, I guess I know, you know, sort of what's out there, what people think about, you know, sort of in general. But um you do run into a lot of Scientologists here, and when I showed up at Chick Corea's Studio. Uh, you know, I was greeted by maybe five or six people, all of whom were wearing you know the blue button down with the khaki pants and I was just like, "Well, this is just no different than Catholics, so <laughs> I don't <laughs> what's the big deal i did all I did this already, you know we did this at my Jesuit high school, but no, and everybody was super, super nice, super polite. Welcome you in. I, th- they, of course, exc- escort you everywhere. Yep. So you get escorted around. I'm walking through Chick Korea's studio, which is pretty badass and a and a very cool studio. And um, I noticed that a few of the, I guess maybe the upper echelon, you know, people higher up in the, hi- you know, in the in the hierarchy, had like sea green. Shirts button downs with the khakis, and I wondered if that had something to do. Like, later years later, I was like, Wow, there's that whole Sea Org thing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wondered if that was like you were sort of like, <laughs> If you were Sea Org adjacent, they gave you the sea foam green shirt. Um, and Chick Corea is famously a Scientologist or was, you know, for, I guess, much of his life. And I went back and I delivered what I delivered. And I, and I actually had the pleasure of watching, um, Chick Korea, uh, Lenny White and, um, and Stanley Clark playing bass. So it was Chick, uh, Lenny White on drums and Stanley Clark playing bass. And I sat there and it was just the three of them rehearsing and, uh, me and they were just running through their set and i got to be a fly on the wall um watching that uh which was which was quite an experience um and then and then uh you know i got yelled at by chick korea which get, get out of here not not very not a lot of people know but that <laughs> that's my claim to fame i didn't win a grammy but i've been yelled at by chick korea um anyway it that that was one of uh, you know one of my one of my experiences with Scientology and it was very, it was very it was, it was a very interesting experience. It was great to hear Chick and and Stanley Clark and Lenny play. That was that was magical. And then being in his studio was cool. But then seeing, I don't know. I guess all the handlers. Yeah. And um, I just had not been around that. You know. Yeah, I,
0: I understand. I, when I was uh when I was going to the University of Texas down in Austin. There was a big uh, Scientology center uh, directly across the street from the main drag across from the college. And uh, I'd wind up going to a bunch of different co-ops, you know, like off-campus off, off campus, um, apartments where people were, you know, they had like a shared common area and stuff like that. And there was always somebody that was, this was back in like early 80s, late 70s. And there was always somebody that was from Scientology that was trying to get you to come in and and try out their E meters and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, one of my friends got into it, and uh, they were talking to him about stuff, and they wanted to do an evaluation and blah blah blah. And he he, he finally stopped going. I said, "Why you? Why did you stop going?" He goes, "Say hey, they wanted money." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was that was the uh, yeah the break point with his uh, with his faith with Scientology is when they started asking him to write a check. So, yeah
1: um but that was a... I, when i very first visited la um before i moved here this was maybe 20 years ago and i was walking down hollywood boulevard and of course that's a sort of a they have several recruiting spots there and you know a, a young a young man kind of came up to me and he was like you know sir i like the cut of your jib and you know if you approach me and say that i'm like oh you have my ear <laughs> you know <laughs> So I knew nothing about Scientology, nothing. And so he started explaining it and he's like, do you want to take the test? The E, I don't know. It it wasn't the, you know, it was, it was some sort of entrance exam, you know. Yeah. Personality thing or personality thing. And I was like, you know, I had like 30 minutes to kill. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Sure. And so I went in there and I did the little Scantron or whatever. And they kind of give you these. I was sort of like, you know, if if you're at work and, you know, no one else is there and you, you know, know that you can steal $10 from the register, do you steal, you know, do you steal and tell somebody, do you put it back, do you leave it alone, do you steal it and then return it? Or, you know, they gave you sort of these moral uh, conundrums or situations yeah. and you know, I went through and I did it. And the guy, you know, the guy kind of continued to butter me up. He's like, oh, oh, okay. Pastor. Well, we can tell that you're clearly highly intelligent. And, you know, um, I was like, oh, thanks. You know, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> and uh, he, he, you know, it came up that at one point the kill switch for me is he goes, well, I mean, we all know that um, psychology is a pseudoscience. And so that, and I said, oh, I'm Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Could you say that again? And he said, well, yes, we know psychology. You know, have you heard of psychology? I said, sure, I've heard of psychology. He said, well, that's a pseudoscience. A pseudoscience is a fake. And I said, no, 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 no. I know all the terminology. I understand. I I don't agree that uh, psychology... As a matter of fact, my sister teaches psychology. So I said... (laughs) I said to him, I don't, you know, we can just agree to disagree. And that's totally fine. And he was like, no, no, wait. wait I mean, I just want, I'm not saying that your sister's in the wrong. And I said, no, nah, look, everything's cool, man. I'm going to continue on down Hollywood Boulevard. And I wish you the best. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> go, go talk to the Hulk. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who believes in psychology? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, and it's it's just amazing the longevity of it all um gosh hubbard
1: l ron hubbard l
0: ron hubbard l ron hubbard started in my hometown of elizabeth new jersey really yeah yeah, yeah. he started out with dianetics he wrote about dianetics back in the 50s when he was a science fiction writer he got chased out of elizabeth because uh it's kind of like joseph smith with the mormons he gets yeah he he, he navu
1: right yeah, yeah. He was in Nauvoo. Was it Illinois, and then Missouri, yeah. St. it jo- Was it St. Joseph, Missouri? And yeah. They didn't yeah. like him in Elmo. Was it Elmira? Elmira. New York? That's Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: So, uh, L. Ron Hubbard started in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And he started um, having people in to go over uh, their personalities and, and examining how they were, you know, wh- where their engrams were and things. And he got brought up on charges by the uh, uh, the New Jersey Council of Psychiatrists. Really? Because he was practicing psychiatry without or psychology without a license. And uh, he packed it up, and I, I think he moved it to California at that time. He may have moved it to Florida, but I think – he bounced around the country trying to find a place where he wasn't going to get arrested for it. Um, right. Right. But, uh, yeah, but it all, it all started I mean, <laughs> He me. was in the same, he was in, you know, like within blocks of me before when I was, when I was a little kid and didn't, you know, I didn't know all this stuff was going on. Um, but hearing about it later and reading about his history, it's like, wait a minute, he's from my town. So did you, um, did you ever read Dianetics? I started to, and it just got, it, it, it sounded like a lot of things that you wanted to hear. You know, I, I mean, I don't I don't know if you if you if you went into the thing and it's like I, it's ba- basically telling you everything that you're doing is right and you have to get over your and like uh, and it's all
1: full of um, sparkling generalities that you could. God, God that's well, fascinating because I read I started it as well. I started reading Dianetics, you know, and, and I got to like page 35 or something and I had the same experience. It's like. You know are you ever sad i'm like sure congratulations turn the page yeah exactly you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like do you ever
0: feel like you know something that other people don't or do you ever feel like you have a premonition of something <laughs> happening and then it happens really yeah so it's yeah it's it, it it's perfect i mean barnum discovered it long before uh L. ron hubbard did it. so it just it's <laughs> it's just amazing you know and it's like they're all best-selling books and stuff and he figured he figured out how to how to market this thing and it just mm-hmm. it, keep, it keeps going and going so just
1: well um, i think you know like like certain things like if if you have a place to go and a meeting to go to on wednesday night look wednesday night can be very very lonely
0: yeah <laughs> you, <laughs> you know long, you don't you're long a long way thing. from the weekend yeah
1: yes and and you know uh that's why i think you know the NBA and, you know, does so well. And, you know, uh, that's why, you know, Monday night football and Thursday night football. And, you know, there's also, you know, people like sitting down and having a thing to do at seven o'clock. And, you know, if there's a meeting, a meeting going on and there's other people and everybody's wearing blue and you're accepted and you don the blue. And then pretty soon you're like, you know what, there's a thing here. Like, I'm not lonely. Yeah, That guy over there was nice and he introduced himself to me. You know, you go yeah, home, yeah, and you're no. like, I did something tonight.
0: Yeah, it's that, it's that urge to be social. Even if you can't be social, if you don't have the tools for it. And you have all these people, like you're saying, telling you these glittering generalities about how you really are your life is really better than you think it is, which is a positive thing to say, sure. but, yeah, but it's easy to hook people in with something like that. I mean, it's all the, you know, it's like Dale Carnegie turned up to 12, um, <laughs> but you know, and, and it's it, everybody's, everybody's favorite topic is themselves. So if you keep pushing their favorite topic in their face and turning it turning it toward how they can be a bigger person than they are by being part of your group, yeah, you know, I think that's how a lot of social institutions work, and he's just managed to figure out how to capitalize on that.
1: Well, if you know, taking it back to uh, this minute and the opening part of this minute, you kind of think, yeah, all right, so Steve Martin's, you know, you know, uh, you know, Heather Graham's like so, and he's like. Oh, I never thought of it that way. You're like, all right, well, Scientology does a little bit of, you know, if they tell you like, hey, you're not doing that bad and you're on the right path and you're, you know, your life isn't terrible and you're, you you just stick with the program and you're doing great. It's a Wednesday night and you're not alone and you don't have to be lonely and hell, you're doing a terrific job, you know, right there. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's yeah, pretty, who, yeah I yeah. mean who doesn't want to hear that yeah yeah
0: yeah it's 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 amazing it's a it's dude on of...
1: Hollywood Boulevard told me I was clearly intelligent <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to write him a check right now
0: yeah you're a man of wealth <laughs> and fame yeah
1: <laughs> you' be putting on put on the paper hat in no time
0: wow well well Jerry this has been a, a great End of this week. I really appreciate you coming on and, and chatting about a movie that you haven't seen. I hope you get a chance to see the whole thing because I, I think you I think you'd like the
1: movie. Well, I, I mean, this minute has been like its own trailer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It it does look really funny and really good. I like dry stuff. Yeah, I know it's
0: it's 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 cool. It's got a lot of uh, a lot of actors at the top of their game. I mean, Steve Martin is perfect in this film, and uh, well well worth and Jamie Kennedy. This was his first breakout film. So uh, his whole career uh, headed on afterwards. So he wasn't just doing, you know, a very, a man of very few words, throwing camera equipment around. So yeah, I (laughs) I definitely would recommend it. So hopefully you'll, you'll catch on to the the other, the other, I think there's 107 other minutes that you can (laughs) You can watch. Uh, wow, but, uh, but again, thanks so much for being on. Uh, I want to say uh, thanks for everybody for listening to this week. I know it's been kind of up and down with a lot of different people, but you know, this is like our little smorgasbord. And think of think of this week as the Whitman sampler of uh, of movies by minutes. So uh, we got we got a lot of lot of interesting uh, folks that, that came in uh, to to chat about this week. Um, if you would like to listen to these uh, in other places we've got uh, you can find the the Bowfinger Minute podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify and Google Play or at the main site bowfingerminute.com. If you do have a time ta- if you do have time this always helps. Uh, never ask for money or anything. Just go like, subscribe, review the show on Apple Podcast that always helps people find the show out there. Um, on social media, we're available at Welcome to Mind Head, the Bowfinger Minute Listener Center on Facebook, on Twitter at Bowfinger Minute. Uh, this being Friday, I just want to mention there are hundreds of other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, check out that site for more great shows uh, of which Jerry has uh, the Indiana Jones Minute, well worth listening to. A great starter uh, yeah, series if you want to hear how good movies by minutes can be. Uh, go check out Indiana Jones Minute. If uh, we have over two hundred uh, movies that we review minutes at a time at moviesbyminutes.com, if chances are your favorite movie is out there uh, to listen to, if it isn't, please join us on moviesbyminutes.com. We have a Facebook page. If you go to moviesbyminutes dot uh, com, uh, we can help you get your own show together and talk about your favorite movie a minute at a time. So join us out there. Uh, wanted to let you know that y- you've been hearing the intro and outro music. Uh, Of our of our show here every day. This is by a fellow named Mr. Maff M A F F. He's available on Spotify. has some great songs out there on Spotify. So check him out. So anyway, thank you again for being here this week. Uh, We uh, we will be back next week with a whole bunch of. Well, actually, I think we're gonna have hosts the same hosts all week that week. So check in next week here on the Bowfinger Minute. In the meantime, please keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together together children I hope that we'll see you again cause there's always one more